Hello and welcome to Listen In with myself Phil Buchan and co-host Jim Reed. After a very successful launch of our podcast last week, it is our pleasure to be back again with yet another inspirational character. This self-proclaimed football addict, at six foot four and a half tall, this larger than life character, wears many, many hats. Not only is he a part-time journalist, but he's also club secretary for Inverurie Locos, at the same time as running his own business called Thompson Partnership Scotland. We welcome on board the one and the only Billy Thompson. Thank you, gentlemen. I'm suitably nervous. <laughs> There's no nothing to be nervous for. Absolutely nothing to be nervous for at all, Bill. Welcome to the podcast. It's, it's great to have you on board. And uh, I don't think Phil will even know about this, but we go back quite a number of years, Bill. We do indeed. It's uh, several decades, unfortunately. Absolutely. I think it must be 34, 35 years or something like that we go back. That's way going. before my time. Absolutely. We knew each other quite a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we want to do is get stuck straight into this podcast. So just like the football side of things where the players go out and warm up for a start, we're going to warm you up with some really good, feel-good, light-hearted questions. So, Bill, you've made a decision to travel to watch Scotland play Brazil in the never-in-a-month-of-Sundays World Cup Final. And it's played this Sunday at Wembley, London. You've decided to drive, but what we want to know is what vehicle would you take on the long journey and what three people, dead or alive, would you choose to take along with you and why? Well, I would take my own vehicle, my Volkswagen Transporter, supplied by a certain <laughs> top vendor. Excellent. Um, because it's uh, absolutely ideal for the longer journey. So I hope, I, I hope I've secured a few brownie points. Absolutely. Um, I should be answering folk like Nelson Mandela, Henry Kissinger and Martin Luther King, but me being me, I would just load up my Volkswagen van with West Ham celebrities. So I would be taking Bobby Moore, Billy Bonds and Davy Moyes. Wow. <laughs> Bobby Moore is an iconic British footballer, possibly the most iconic of all time. Billy Bonds, one of the bravest players of all time, um, a great long career with West Ham. And David Moyes has twice saved the club for relegation and he's now rebuilding the football club entirely. So they would be my passengers for the journey. What would you talk about on that journey then? Is that likely to be football th- by any chance? I, th- I think I think we'd touch upon football on the way down, yep, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, that's awesome. Um, so you've broken down at the side of the road with your Volkswagen Transporter. Okay, not that that's ever likely to ever happen. There's steam coming out from under the bonnet and your phone is dead. You're able to wave down the one and only person that's a way to pass you by to stop and help you. Who do you hope that that person is going to be? And it can't be the AA or the RAC, okay? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to stay fully on message again here, lads, and I'm going to say anybody from the Jim Reed Vehicle Sales and Service <laughs> team... <laughs> Um, because they would never see you stuck for too long. Um, but just to echo your sentiments there, Phil, I think the question is null and void because German vans bought in Contour just done a breakdown. <laughs> oh. Excellent. Can you just check your bank to make sure that we transfers went through, Bill? <laughs> right. So, but there's been two fivers popped in. 
<laughs> Excellent. Superb. So let's turn back the clock ever so slightly to your formative years at Contour Primary School. What was it you wanted to grow up to be? I was undecided um, for most of my school life, in truth. Um, I did quite fancy journalism, especially sports journalism, and on a very low-key, lightweight basis, I've, I've done that for the last 30 years um, across various football publications and also the Inverurie Herald and the Inverurie Advertiser. So that box was, was ticked to some degree, but uh, I was never very focused at all on a, on a chosen path. Did you enjoy your school days, Bill? Uh, I did. Um, I particularly enjoyed Kintour School, being biased again to my home village, but um, it was a fantastic school. Uh, it was obviously a comprehensive back then, so you had the full bifter all the way through for 4 to 18, I suppose, so I really enjoyed it. So staycations or vacations are going to be the big thing this year. So you pre-book a camper van for a week. What three places in the UK would you visit and who would you take along for the journey? Well, in terms of who I'd take, it would be the, the current Mrs. Thompson and my faithful cockapoo, <laughs> Luna. Um, Is there a future, Mrs. Thompson? <laughs> no, that, I've got no budget for such a thing. But um, Embarrassingly, I've only ever been to one Scottish island, and that's Rothsey. Wow. So um, it's really embarrassing. Never even beat the sky. So um, that would be easily, easily sorted. I would just rake about Scottish Island. Excellent. Wow. Okay. okay. Is, it, is there a sp- specific island you fancy going to then? Or is, it, is, is it west coast or would you go north to Orkney and Shetland? Or? I, I would definitely like to go to Orkney and Shetland. Every time I see the ferry leave in Aberdeen, I think I would quite fancy a trip up there. But. On to infamous roundabout question. Everywhere it's asked, let it be Facebook, let it be the podcast, it causes, causes such a debate. So, take your time. Imagine that you are travelling on a dual carriageway towards a roundabout and you wish to turn right. If you're travelling around the roundabout, you're about to take the third exit, which is also dual carriageway. You enter the roundabout in the right-hand lane or the fast lane, whatever you like to call it, what lane do you exit the roundabout off of? Is it the left lane or the right lane? Well, if I get this wrong, it's obviously deliberate just for the purposes of a controversy, <laughs> but I would, I would say right. You'd say right. Bill, I'm with you on the right. So You're you, obviously showing your age right here, Billy. I, I went to find out who your, who your driving instructor was, Bill. Uh, that was John Tom from Kintour. Oh, John Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lou, Louis, Louis Ray was mine. They're both famous characters, Aye. locally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both likely no longer driving instructors, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> because they're doing it wrong. <laughs> not, not at all, Phil. They, 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 they've actually they've, they've taught the best, and obviously the best are, are, are both here. Thanks, Bill, for backing up with that one. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. It's about time someone did. <clears throat> Next part we're going to Bill is the elevator pitch. So this has given you a chance to explain to our listeners who don't know about you, and it gives you a chance to pitch your business to our listeners. It's called an elevator pitch because you're in an elevator with those listeners, and you have got the time it takes from the ground floor to the top floor, which is exactly 
60 seconds. Now, we've actually renamed it the accelerator pitch rather than the elevator pitch. Your 60 seconds will start now. At Thompson Partnership Scotland, your brand is our business. We provide branded print and promotional collateral to companies, charities, sports clubs and schools across the UK, majoring in Scotland's northeast. From a one-off set of business cards for a sole trader, right through to large quantities of top-end embroidered clothing and logoed promotional products for national accounts. We print a lot of books, including the Highland League and Lowland League, annuals, biographies, history pieces and manuals. Collaboration is important and we work alongside marketeers, designers and event planners, providing everything they and their clients need, often on a strict plain white label basis. During the pandemic, we've provided many thousands of printed snoods all over the UK, with these often being resold to enable clubs and charities to fundraise during testing times. Wow. Absolutely brilliant, Bill. You even built in a couple of seconds just to give yourself a breather there. You managed to break right down to zero again there, Bill. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. That's your accelerator pitch for Thompson Partnership. Yep. Ironically, there's no P in Thompson, but there are two P's in partnership. (laughs) We now know a wee bit about where you are, obviously the business that you've got, what you do, and what your business does, but go and just tell us a wee bit about where you've come from and how you've gotten to where you're at. Um, Well, I was born in Aberdeen, 1969, Um, a proper northeast bumpkin, so I was brought up in a croft beside Kintour. Um, I attended Kintour School, as I said, back when it was a comprehensive. Uh, standards were very low in 1981, and I was the joint ducks in the school. <laughs> um, and then by the time I, I got over the shock of getting a £5 book token, it was then on to Kemney Academy. Um, I'm pretty sure the academy was due to be built in Kintour, but there was a reasonably late change, but I could be wrong in that assertion. Um, the school was late, um, so the first half term... Um, you were wearing Kemney Academy clothing, but you were in Kintour School. So the Kemney opened in the January. I'm pretty sure, again, memory serves me okay there. Yeah. Um, I worked at Inverary Paper Mills from 1986, just after the large paper machine was installed at the start of the month. Uh, the business then was Thomas Tate & Sons. It then became briefly Federal Tate, um, and then latterly International Paper. Um, I remained there until the start of the closure in 2005. Um, absolutely loved my time there. It was like going to a self-enclosed village every day. Everything was there you needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a production planner. And then I had long spells in export sales and domestic sales as well. Um, I then had 12 years in print and, and promotion industry um, before I started my own business. Um, Family-wise, as we've mentioned, um, I've been married to Tracy for almost 25 years and uh, we've got four sons. Um, I'm Secretary of Inverary Local Works in the Highland League. That's a voluntary role for the last decade. And I look after all the social media feeds and also the live updates from all the games and the match reports, which also go to the local press. Um, And again, as we've tapped into before, I've written for the local papers for the better part of three decades as well. Um, golf's important to me, both for business and for relaxation. I'm a member at Contour Golf Club and I play regular business golf at Newmarket and Monifeath 
um, amongst other courses. So how, how how do you manage to balance all that then, Bill? I mean, you know, that's that's, that's a really really busy lifestyle you've got there. Certainly the Inverurie locals thing, because I know you're obviously heavily into the football side of things. You know, is there still the same enjoyment in football when you're actually watching it as part of the club, for instance? And how do you balance the whole, you know, you know, pleasure and work-life balance? We'll call it, yeah. Uh, the, the the football club just now is is in temporary abeyance, obviously with COVID, but we welcome back. And uh, the locals, along with Park Vale, were the only two teams in the north to play right through uh, a world war. So certainly COVID won a defeat professional football in our area. So we'll be back. Um, a lot of fans didn't really think that I'm enjoying the game because I'm sitting with a clipboard. Um, Blasting out my biased reporting on Twitter and Facebook, and for normal folk are standing and watching the game, but that's just that's just the thing that I really enjoy. I just love the statistics, um, and I just really, really enjoy it. In terms of overall balance, um, I don't think anyone's hugely strong in that aspect. But I just do my best every day for my clients, for my family, and hopefully most days with more wins than losses and and take it for there. Yeah. One of the, the main elements of being on your own and having your own business is the freedom. A lot of responsibilities, a lot of risks, um, but tremendous freedom in terms of time. And if I went to go and squeeze in nine holes at Kintour Golf Club, middle of the day, and then work into the wee small hours, uh, so be it, that's my choice. Yeah, I often say, Bill, that, that myself being self-employed for the last 18 years it would be very very hard to go back to a regular job and being employed by somebody do you agree with that sentiment definitely well I, I was a lot later to that i was paye for a long long time but i certainly enjoy where we're at just now it's an interesting industry we've got superb clients and uh, a lot of them are really good family friends now as well you briefly mentioned about the covid pandemic which we're, we're we're still in the midst of bill and you know it's been crippling for a lot of businesses we know yourself you're obviously doing a lot you know covid measures and even producing these you know snoods which are obviously weren't used as masks which are seem to be absolutely everywhere they're, they're kind of flying off the shelves all branded up you know how have you changed and pivot your business well we started off by just sending out a generic email to virtually our entire database saying look These are unprecedented times. We're not really sure how it's going to pan out. We're here first and foremost as human beings to help you. Forever that could be that we could do to help, we were happy to do it. So that was the first thing we did. We then sat down and thought, well, times are changing. What people need is going to be entirely different. So basically we did what we do all the time and we listened to the marketplace and we reacted accordingly. One thing I was absolutely determined to do from the get-go was really take care on pricing, uh, zero profiteering. Some of the prices that, that people are charging for things is just absolutely wild. And we would rather work on a very, very slender margin and, and be a reputable vendor for people. And and we've hand that back in spades. People have just been phenomenal for us. How long have you been in business now? Um, we're approaching the start of year five on Moron. Year five? Mm-hmm. Jinx. That's, that's actually, that's longer than I thought it was. I had five years one year of that has been obviously in this midst of this pandemic and hopefully we're going to be returning back to some sort of form of normality so where do you hope your business is going to go in the next say five years we would certainly say that our ethos is just going to remain exactly the same um it's listening intently to clients it's matching or preferably exceeding their expectations and we just 
keep on working as hard as we can every day and surround ourselves with, with good people at, at both ends of the supply chain. You're absolutely right. You're saying that just now with regards to um, surrounding yourself with the right people. I think that's a big part of the success in a lot of businesses. We don't go back quite as far as you and Jim go back, obviously, because I'm not that old. But uh, I'll go back to obviously a fair few years back when obviously through BNI um, together, mm-hmm. and that was a big part of that with regards to surrounding yourself with like-minded business people and um, and encouraging each other. If you've got that support from your suppliers and your customers, that will obviously stand you in good stead going forward. Then, yeah, definitely. The Federation of Small Businesses. Um they're also very good as well. I've had a number of a Zoom calls with them of late, and they're of a high quality as well. That's obviously industry kind of business-led, but what's the future for a, your interest in yourself for, for Billy Thompson? What is it you're wanting to do? Is it a bit more golf, a bit more football? Again, I'm just looking back to looking forward to sport coming back um, in general. A Saturday in Inverurie is all about the football. It's going to cross at first light, check in the park, and social media updates start at the crack of dawn. And continue right through yeah. till till nightfall, and uh, that's just something that I'm massively enthusiastic about. Billy, thanks for that. So we're going to move on to the quick fire round. So I'm going to ask a number of questions, and then I'll hand it over to Phil to ask a number of questions. Football or rugby? Football, of course. Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. Just touching on that one. Starbucks or Costa? Um, I would lean towards Costa. Ooh. Beer or wine? Neither. Oh, teetotaled. No, no, for, for the last year I've just uh, been uh, alcohol free and not missed okay. it one bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another drinking question. This is going back to your, back to your early, <coughs> won't we'll, we'll actually call them your formative years then, Bill. The shambles the, years. <laughs> shambles years. The, this has actually got three, uh, three parts to this question. It's Tory Burn, The Crown or Contour Arms. Um, I'm thinking it's probably going to be all three in the same night, is it? (laughs) Often the case. Well, there was super darts nights in all three venues, and I played for all three teams. Probably the crowd was the most relaxed. I think we can talk off record now because it no longer exists. uh, I think it was more a Kentler youth club than a public house. But... (laughs) Networking. Bill, we know you're, you're big into your networking as well, so virtual or physical? I think a hybrid now going forward is the way that it's going to be, and it's not a bad thing. Socialising or social media? I would say socialising. I think interacting with other people is something that we're all missing, and it's maybe the answer you're expecting from the local social media bloke, but um, that's just a means to an end. You, know, you, yeah. you can't be catching up with your buddies. At the end of the day, you know, social media is part of socialising, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's not the other way around. I don't think so. No, no, it's fair. That's fair, Jim. So, family or friends? Family. Excellent. Holidays, home or abroad? Um, I think anything just now would be the answer, wouldn't it? (laughs) uh, Biscuit or cake? A biscuit. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Blue or red? Red. Left or right? Right. (laughs) LinkedIn. Or Facebook? LinkedIn. Films or books? Books. Driver or passenger? Driver. And player or spectator? Spectator. There we go. Superb. Magic. Superb. That was really quick, that bill. Again. 
really quick. Sorry, do start told for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. On to the, the reason for the podcast, Bill. You know, what, you know, what does success? You know, everybody measures success differently. So, how do you measure success, and what does success mean to you? I would just go back there again to, to time and freedom. Uh, that's the qualities that I value the highest. Again, it's just um, a lifestyle choice every day to mix up your work and your family time um, as best as you can. Tick every box, keep every plate spinning, use any analogy you like. Um, that's the way that I would measure it. Obviously, we all need an income of some degree to to survive, but um, definitely time is the, is the precious commodity for me. I suppose the the thing with time is it's you know time is something you can't buy, Bill. Yep. I suppose that's, that's, that's really the, the, the main element to that, isn't it? Indeed. If you turn the clock back, quite a few years back, I suppose, uh, in your case, Billy, um, <laughs> back to your 20-odd... <laughs> Let's turn the clock back to 20-year-old Billy Thompson, down at the Crown in uh, Contour. Uh, no. What piece of advice would you give that 20-year-old Billy Thompson? You know, to make your make sure your life was going to be better going forward. I think a bit more self belief. I think would be the, the the main thing. Never a, a hugely confident individual, and I think if I had been able to instill that in myself younger, it would have been helpful. Certainly, no regrets at all. What kind of advice would you give, Bill? You know, to anybody starting out in the career path now. Be as good as you can be every day. Again, we're back to the old chestnut again. Surround yourself with good people. Get yourself on LinkedIn. Get yourself known. Get that networking going, never too young, but just enjoy life, seize the opportunities that come along, and I'm a great believer that good things happen to good people. You've spoken about networking a few times, so what are you doing just now with regards to networking for your business? What kind of advice would you give to maybe a new start? There's a local golf network which is Connect Golf in Newmacher. It's pretty new, but it's very successful already. That's now online, obviously, as well. For Golf, F-O-R-E. Um, that's a national golf uh, networking group. That's only online currently as well. Network Northeast. The very f- day that uh, I got the van from your good selves, remember that was yeah. the night you were presenting in Turriff, which seems like a, a different lifetime ago. Um, uh, again, uh, I enjoy that every month as well online. Plenty of networking opportunities then. Eh? Well, it, it, it's important when you're a small business. You've you, you've got to in- engage with people. Who then become your informal sales team. And do you find, Bill, the where your business comes from? You know, is a lot of the the, the business that you gain is through word of mouth. Is it through the networking side of things, or is it repeat business, or is it you know through social media? You know, where where do you get the majority of your business from? It, it's definitely a, it's a complete mix. Um, this week we've picked up new business in Angus, we've new business in Highlands. That's all come through LinkedIn, which I'm miles behind your good selves on LinkedIn because. We're definitely getting successes on, on different things that we do, but the, the core for us is definitely the heartlands, the repeat business, really taking care of people. And if that means a delivery on a Sunday morning or a Thursday night or whatever it needs, so be it. We, we didn't bat an eyelid with that type of thing. You're obviously based in Inverurie now. Correct. By sounds of it, you're not business based in Inverurie, you'll go anywhere. Absolutely. Um, some of the referrals from your good selves have been uh, down well south in England. And uh, they are now live accounts, and it's yeah. it's people that's very unlikely we'll ever meet in person. Uh, but that, that's not a barrier to business uh, one bit. Here's a, here's a question I've always wanted to ask you, Bill, because obviously you you know you get stuff printed, you know, you get logos printed and names printed onto 
onto different products. Say, for instance, what's the strangest product? Remember, this is going out to, uh, <coughs> a, a, we'll say, a family-based audience. Say, Bill, what, what's the strangest product that you've been asked to to logo up or put a print onto? Well, I think it's maybe my personality that drags in the most unusual things because we we <laughs> get we get bizarre requests on an ongoing basis, and uh, I'm not sure why, but it doesn't matter. Uh, one thing we did a couple of years ago was the the foamy Toblerone things for the round edges of a boxing ring. Oh yeah, yeah. So that, that was definitely out of left field, but again, um, we were able to seat that need and, and, and crack on to the next weird and wonderful request. One last one, what would be your ideal customer that you'd love to deal with, you know, and it could be as big, as wide open as you want? It, it's a deliberately bland answer, Phil, and it, it really is, any, it, it's any business that values the brand. The sum of lots of small and medium-sized orders is always going to be the core to the way that we operate. And uh, we never, ever look down our nose at any scale of need for anyone. A local business, locally owned, with a cracking ethos, pay the bills on time, value the things that you do for them. That's our heartlands and that's our perfect clients. And if, if somebody's got a modest marketing spend, but 90 or 95% of it is with us, that's all we can ever ask. Billy, we're almost at the very end of our podcast and I can only but thank you for, for coming on board uh, for this for this uh, time and, and sharing these insights into, your, into yourself and your business. But before we finish up, uh, can you tell everyone where we can find you uh, online and offline? Sure. Um, it's thompsonpartnership.com for the website. Um, we've got a business Facebook page and uh, we're also on LinkedIn. And if we ever find you lying about the crown? You just return me to sender. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on that note, Billy. Billy Thompson, thank you very much, sir. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and if you've enjoyed our listening podcast, then please be sure to hit the subscribe button. Next up on Listen In is a young man who has become a bit of a household name in the motor industry with his adoption and presentation of video and his selfless updates of video best practice on LinkedIn, which in turn has led to his very own podcast. Find out the journey from social worker through car sales to become a digital director at Calibre Group Solutions. Let me introduce the one and the only Jacob Satiris. <laughs>